Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. This is number two in our series of three episodes with our friends at WorkJam. And today I am joined by David Rogers, VP of Sales and Marketing, EMEA for WorkJam. Hi, David. Hi, Simon. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. You well? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. All good. Very busy. Very good. Good. Always a way to be. Time moves faster when you're busy, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, so thanks for taking the time out to, to chat. So this is episode two in, in our series of three. We spoke to Mark in episode one. We've got yourself in episode two and then yourself and Rachel, who's a, a special guest from Aramark in episode three, which will be good. Today, we're going to have a chat about a number of things. I think you've got some business case information uh, to chat through, which will be good for the listeners. And then we'll look at kind of simplicity of deployment and some of the benefits that brings from WorkJam. Before we dive into that detail, though, just give us a bit of career background, David. What what have you done before WorkJam? How did you arrive there? Yeah, um, long history, uh, probably longer than I want to remember now, but um yeah, really started as a, a business analyst um, in retail. So I've been around retail and hospitality for kind of over 20 years, um, working predominantly in kind of retail operations, in-store technology, um, some logistics, supply chain, manufacturing as well, um, which led me really to um, working in the, the kind of workforce management space um, with Reflexus for a few years, um, and then um, they were acquired by, by Zebra, uh, worked there in North America, um, leading their kind of software go-to-market for a number of years, uh, which is very interesting. Um, and then um, I've known of WorkJam for, for quite a few years, and the, and the guys there, uh, they convinced me to, to come over and help scale the uh, EMEA business, um, which we've done over the last three or four years. I've been here for, for nearly two years now. So enjoyed every moment of it. Um, very interesting value proposition, um, you know, and, and taking that to market has been really well accepted. So, and, and I'm working with a lot of the vendors and suppliers that I'd previously worked with as well. So being very complimentary to the sector that I've been around and the solution providers that I, I've come to know and love over those years, really. So, now just really leading the um, the go-to-market, predominantly in Europe, um, although we are being pulled into other areas like the Middle East and um, Eastern Europe as well. So very interesting times um, and, and a nice convergent point of kind of market readiness and, and value proposition. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, yeah, that's me, really. Brilliant. So good, good credentials in the industry, kind of grown up around all, all this stuff. And as you said, that evolution on from workforce management into to frontline engagement and trying to get in touch with the, the teams and the, the colleagues that are, are quite difficult to reach or rely on a hierarchical cascade process, which is only as good as, as the person that has the time to deliver it or the people that are around at the time to to take that information off them. And Mark touched on some of that in, in episode one. I think you've got some recent kind of business case crystallization of, of ROI stuff that you wanted to share. Yeah, I, I think it, it's all um, it's all derived from a couple of things really where I think retail and retailers really focused on 
kind of providing solutions around, you know, in-store, logistics, supply chain, omni-channel. And, and I guess you could probably say that they were, a lot of those do a great job, um, but they work in isolation of each other somewhat. And I guess you could call them point solutions um, and they offer a value. Um, and I think, you know, people have invested and focused very much on that over the last few years. And I think maybe they've, they've left the front line behind um, I think COVID probably illustrated that point um, that you need to kind of touch your front line as much as you can to kind of communicate, enable, motivate and develop, you know. So I think um, we've seen that real convergence of, you know, um, front line um, being left behind a little bit. And I think that's, as I talk to retailers around Europe, that's fairly consistent. There's also still a lot of manual process in place um, where people are focused on perhaps some of the, you know, the bigger systems to automate and, you know, in an attempt to kind of, you know, drive down their costs, improve their sales and engage with their customers um, in, in, in a better way. So that kind of leads us to, you know, how do you, how do you release some of, realize some of that, that benefit? And, you know, it does come down to, the business case at the end of the day. Um, and I guess when you start talking about work jam, you, you, you can blow people's minds very quickly because it is multifaceted. It's made up of multiple modules that can be deployed um, in isolation of each other, but work um, very consistently in, in an orchestrated way together. So, um, and, and one of the key features in the ROI is, you know, target audience, you know, and going back to my earlier point around kind of point solutions, you know, people have tried to develop things in the past. Um, but I think now with, um, with, with WorkJam, you can see um, starting very simply, you know, a lot of our customers start with comms, you know, so immediately they can engage with their frontline the, the front line ever, only ever see what is relevant for them. So their skills, their attributes, their interests, their development path is, is presented to them. So they we remove a lot of the noise um, through having to access multiple systems. Um, but we bring those point solutions together um, in, in a very orchestrated way. So, you know, just, just talking about comms and obviously that leads into task management, which, you know, gives you 100% visibility of everything that's going on your on in your store. Obviously, a lot of ROI around that, which I'll, I'll cover in a second. Um, um, but really putting your finger on the pulse of the store operations, I think people are seeing real value in that. And then obviously, you know, learning in the flow as you go, you know, um, instead of having to do classroom-based trainings and learnings, you can open up those kind of learnings in the moment as, as you need them through, through one single app. Um, and then latterly, you know, being able to link out to, you know, the, the current workforce management systems to exploit those even further and add real value through being able to, you know, um, have one place to go, one app to go. But some, some of the business statistics that we're, we're finding really kind of center around two or three kind of key areas and you know, around my point of front line um, being able to um, free up managers time which I think is 
is often one of the biggest challenges where managers typically develop through the business. They're often the best salespeople, the best operators, the most credible people, but they often get consumed in the back office juggling multiple things, often admin, often manual. Um, so freeing up time for the manager is is a big number, you know, and I think we we found with one of our, our customers that we can give back 15% of time to the manager. And in this particular case, that was 61,000 hours um, per, per year, you know, and then it's, okay, now I can focus on mentoring, motivating and engaging with my customers as well as doing, you know, those simple things around perhaps task management of wastage, you know, my pull-through routines, my markdown routines, my promotional compliance, um, all adds value to the business case. So, you know, obviously freeing up hours is one thing, but then maximising what you do with those hours is the, is the next challenge. So that's been a that's been an eye-opening kind of number for us. And then obviously in the same, same customer, we had um, 35,000 hours going back to the front line. So that means that they're able to do tasks an awful lot quicker and, you know, into the app, do the task, read the communications, do what they need to get out and actually um, spend time with their customers and improve that that customer experience. And one of, one of the biggest ones we found was um, in today's kind of hiring market, hiring and retaining people was one of the biggest challenges that retailers have, particularly when they're, they're seasonal and they need either part-time um, or seasonal workers. Um, and we found that we were able to um, improve retention by between one and 5%, one being a very conservative number, five being more, more of the reality. You know, and when you've got you know, many thousands of users, uh, frontline workers in your business, that's often a very big number. And, you know, within that number comes, you know, I can now develop my people better. I can I can give them the tools that they need. Um, they can have some fun with it as well. You know, so there's a, a certain amount of gamification, um, learning from your peers. You know, we've got one customer that's got a channel for, you know, um, table football leagues, you know, and it just it, it starts being a lot more fun and, and gets people more engaged. So. Um, and then other other things like you know um, product recalls, able to reduce product recalls from days down to minutes, which is is often a very big big number. And I think I, I mentioned the other, in in my previous points that affecting wastage, even by a small amount, is all to the bottom line. You know you're not throwing it away anymore. You're you're, you're being able to sell it, and particularly when you factor in you know markdowns and automated markdowns through the WorkJam app, then that adds a huge amount of huge amount of value. So, you know, and, and you're also turning your people from, you know, shelf stackers and um, to more, you know, uh, evangelists of the brand, you know, and I think that's a big thing for retailers at the moment where, you know, perhaps consumer confidence is, is low due to, you know, trust, um, and, you know, the rising food costs uh, doesn't help. So having people that are on hand, able to communicate, engaged, um, adds a huge amount of value to the business case. 
So those were the main findings, Simon. You know, there's there's a lot of peripheral things around, you know, um, savings in the business case. And for a company like ours, you know, we really do like to start with the business case and not functions and features. And I think that's, you know, and, and focusing in on the front line um, where there's a, a kind of a bit of a gaping hole really is is, is really important. And, um, and that, that's essentially what we're doing. Absolutely. And some, some really big numbers there in terms of putting hours back into, I suppose, more customer focused or from a manager's point of view, colleague focused activities, which is, is good to hear. Mark touched briefly in episode one around quick deployment. And I think we, we, we touched on, this isn't something that should take months and months and months and maybe even years to deliver and slow down the realization of those benefits so can you kind of talk us through at a high level is this something that takes weeks to deploy and i know there's always a reliance on whoever you're working with to get you some data but is it a a typically a week's type of deployment months how does it work yeah i think we are we generally start with um our comms module and that's really weeks so as long as we've got access to a, a hierarchy then we can we can start building that in in weeks, even at scale. And I think that's one of the, you know, work jam was set up by individuals that, you know, set it up for scale, flexibility, robustness and security, you know, from day one. So, and and, and multi-language as well. So a lot of our customers, you know, are spread, you know, across multi-country, multi-region, multi-language, all of which, you know, is done in the moment. so, you know, one of our, our newest customers um, started with comms and from start to finish, they were up and running in six weeks. Um, and, and they really saw that as a, a change kind of enabler. Um, they were going through a, a workforce management and digital transformation program um, and putting comms in the hands of all of their workers really gave them that platform to say, this is coming um, to be able to communicate with them regularly around um, training aspects, um, remove a lot of the manual effort in the run-up um, and in readiness for those other systems that were coming in, in, in place. So, you know, weeks rather than months or years, um, you know, task management is generally relatively quickly um, deployed on, on top of that. I guess the only complexity is, as you say, um, access to other systems. And, you know, one of the things that we're um, really good at now and I think we're seeing a lot of value from is um, integrating into those um, IoT systems, which, again, can be very quick. So one of our customers, we're integrating into their fridges and freezers um, and sending auto alerts through tasks and communications um, if, you know, temperature thresholds are reached all of which you know has been deployed in you know six to eight weeks so you know i think and i think you know retailers have been they're probably a little fed up with you know the over promise and under deliver of of um some of those big systems whereas we've really focused on being very lean uh, very focused and and get value in the hands of customers as quickly as possible and then obviously layer in um, other components and value on top of that. 
Yeah, and I think it's back to that not trying to solve all the problems in one go, isn't it? So you talked about there somebody starting with comms, but ultimately you could also start with maybe task or integrating into WFM or the IoT stuff. So it, I, I suppose it's that building the layers of the cake, isn't it? So not not trying to do everything all in one go and getting bogged down, but getting it, getting in, getting some real tangible return, and then layering on top. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, there's a lot of retailers that are going through that whole either unified comms, digital transformation, where, you know, they put a lot of lot of systems in place and there's often no way um, to join those up into one, you know, unified way of working. And, you know, we, we kind of use the word or- orchestration. So, you know, that one app to go to to do everything that you need um, is really important, you know, but also um, sweating and exploiting those current systems that you've put in place. Um, you know, you, you want to maximise that. And, and also, you know, people that perhaps have got, you know, they want to sweat a, a particular solution for another two, three, four, five years, um, you know, WorkJam can allow them to do that by having a um, an integrated app to their, you know, as a front end to their existing system you know whether that's service now whether it's cornerstone whether it's you know um ukg we've done multiple integrations into all of those kind of vendors to um ensure that we we offer a real and tangible value and just talk us through because that you've got some unique bits we've got the um task automation haven't we and the target audience so again Mark touched briefly on target audience, but it'd be good to understand how that works and the, the task automation. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's been built. I'll start with target audience because that's kind of the foundation and the building blocks of everything we do. So I'm David. I'm a user. I, I'm set up with my my core profile. Um, but as I do certain things, so if I do a particular set of tasks, I might it might be a promotional end of aisle for a particular brand um i earn a badge um i I gain a gain a recognition um that will build my profile automatically so everything i do if i do a training or a learning um i get a a badge for that and and a recognition for that so um if i express an interest in being uh a manager or assistant manager again that's that's embedded into the the target audience. So, you know, what it really does is, is build my profile um, through a level of AI and automation. Um, so I only ever see what's relevant for me um, and I can help develop myself by via the trainings or communications or just that, that overall development within, within the app. And, you know, the, the task automation is really, you know, we've got this really sophisticated engine that, allows you to either have tasks, you know, generated by in, into those target audiences. So, for example, um, I can only see a task um, if I've taken a, if I'm, I have a particular profile. So, again, it, it, it only I only get to see what's relevant for me, which is very unique in the marketplace. Um, and, and the automated engine that we've got also allows you to go out to those other systems and have, um, tasks generated by it might be a service now 
ticket that goes to a particular individual within the target audience. It might be a, a shift that's uh, become available um, and integrated into into WorkJam and that I then see a, a pool of, of shifts that I can uh, apply for and get extra hours for. So, you know, it's, it's all that kind of engine um, and, and task plays a big part within that. So lot, lots of complexity kind of with that thinking and all those bits that are going on behind the scenes and all the processing, but ultimately all all in the spirit of keeping things targeted to you, certain types of people by user group, job group, etc., to keep their comms streamlined to only actionable points or information points that are applicable to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, I only ever see what's relevant for, for me and I can just remove the noise and get on with my day job. And that's really what, you know, having that one single app, which is WorkJam, uh, allows you to do. So um, I think it's very unique. Um, the, the target audience is, is certainly very, very unique. And, you know, people, you know, we come across um, customers that are either looking to, you know, work and, and buy a, buy something or build something, you know, so... The fundamental difference is that you don't have to go looking for anything. It's only ever presented to you through WorkJam. Amazing. Amazing. Brilliant insight, David. Um, Really, really interesting on those kind of big numbers in terms of the business case. So I think that brings us to a close of episode two in this series. And I will see you for the recording of episode three with Rachel from Aramark soon. Appreciate your time. Yeah, my pleasure, Simon. Thank you.